No, not really. You are a fat piece of shit. You're listening to Epic Cheat Day with your host, Derek Strong. What I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, ugly... There we go. Is this good? Like, if I if I do this, but because I want to kind of lean back and chill, it really has to be this far. It has to tickle my fucking mustache. Jesus Christ. Fucking God, I can hear myself breathe hard. Okay, I could, I'm like a fucking fat guy. Oh my God! Welcome to Epic Cheat Day. The ah, fuck me. We're keeping that in. Welcome to Epic Cheat Day. I'm your host, Derek Strong. Uh, this week's episode did did it hurt when you fell from heaven? That's the title. We're going to be talking about dating and romantic relationships, especially when it comes to. Uh, weight loss, weight management, um, its effects on mental health stuff. Uh, it's, uh, and the reason why this issue is coming up is because your boy is getting himself some steady pussy. That's right. Nah, it's fucked up. That's a fucked up way of saying it. I am seeing somebody, and it is a romantic relationship, and kudos to me. And kudos to all of you lovebirds out there. Uh, it's like a slow jam. That's what this episode is going to be. I'm going to be speaking all smoking shit. Shout out to our sponsors for today, and these are the unofficial sponsors of Epic Cheat Day, of course. Big shout out to White Castle. It's what you crave. It's what I crave. I crave it every single cheat day, and every single cheat day that I have, I'm going to be eating me some White fucking Castle. That's what I'm going to be doing. Uh, White Castle. Uh, I don't know what they're promoting now. It's like every single month they come out, and that's one thing White Castle does is they, they try to innovate and stay on top of their game when it comes to you know how these fast food places they try to innovate their menu and come up with new menu items wow white castle does not fuck around they come up with like two or three every single month so i gotta look at look into what they're uh what they're putting out there right now i'm sure it's going to be delicious and amazing like all white castle products um if you don't like white castle you're wrong uh, that's their gonna be. That's gonna be their new slogan. If you don't like White Castle, you're wrong. Um, shout out also to Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. I haven't been there in like a week or so, guys. Uh, your boy is slacking because uh, he's been dating, and uh, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. But still, Planet Fitness is my fitness place of choice. By the way, Planet Fitness. Real quick, I have to get on you guys about one thing. Send an email before you take out your annual membership dues, please, please. I mean, that's a $40 hit I wasn't prepared to get. Fortunately, I had enough money in the bank to cover it, but God damn, that was a lot. It was a lot. Anyway, um, uh, any guest shout-outs for the unofficial sponsorship page this week? I don't know. Um, who's it going to be? Uh, nobody for right now. Uh, did it hurt when you fell from heaven, which is a shitty, shitty pickup line. People say it at a bar. Um, let's talk about the cheat day itself. Um, I had, and, uh, let me start my little time here. We're trying to stick to about 20, 20 something minutes per episode here. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I'm going to read out what we got here. I'm not going to do any grand totals because, guys, I've been going fucking crazy with the eating. And, again, uh, 
and we'll talk about wine a little bit. Uh, I had a whole box of townhouse crackers. That's 1,960 calories. Townhouse crackers are by Keebler. Shout out to Keebler, by the way. That's going to be the unofficial sponsor for this week's episode. Um, Keebler townhouse crackers, they're like the uh, the oval Ritz crackers. I kind of like them better. They're a bit thinner than Ritz crackers, so you get more of that buttery-tasted goodness. Um, try them out. They also make club crackers, which are just rectangular versions of the townhouse crackers. I know you guys are trying to get over on us, but Keebler Club and Keebler fucking townhouse crackers are the same goddamn thing. So I had those. Um, I also made some chili dip. A friend of mine uh, listens to the podcast, made some chili for me. So I took the chili and I made a dip out of it. Um, I mixed in some cream cheese. With, try this out, okay? Mix cream cheese, chili, a little bit of barbecue sauce, um, some frozen onions, um, and some frozen corn. Put it in the microwave for a little bit. Guess what? You have an amazing dip. I had that. Uh, that was 800 calories. I also had a double cheeseburger. Um, that double cheeseburger was from the same person. Uh, and uh, that was 950 calories. Oh, no, no. The double cheeseburger wasn't. The double cheeseburger was from a bar. Um, that bar is known as Gaslight on Clark Street. It's uh, right down the block from Wiener Circle. So you guys should all know where it is. So I had a double cheeseburger from there. I calculated that as 950 calories. Uh, that came with some tater tots. That's about 800 calories. I had a beef taco uh, sometime during the week. Um, that was 150 calories. I also had a beef tostada. That was 350. I also had some chicken mole, which was 650 calories. Some guacamole, which was 200 calories. Beans and rice, which was another 250 calories. And tortilla chips with pico de gallo, that was 260 calories. And, of course, I had my White Castles. I had six of the jalapeno cheddar White Castles. That was at 1,020 calories. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was just for the – that was over a 48-hour 48 48 period. So, like I said before, my epic cheat days usually tend to spill over to multiple days. But I haven't been minding my uh, I haven't been minding my calories or the gym much because I've been seeing somebody, guys. Congratulations to me. Uh, listen, man, when you're steadily getting your dick wet, it's kind of hard, you know. I mean, that takes precedence and that takes priority. Uh, it just does. It's going to, you know, especially if it's a good relationship, which you know, so far so good. My relationship is uh, it's looking up and uh, things have been going pretty smoothly. Um, She's crazy just like I am. That's pretty fucking important. Look for somebody that matches and compliments your crazy. I think that was in Deadpool. Like, your crazy and my crazy match pretty well. And, like, that's the most important part. Do you get along with this person? And do you get along with them on a fundamental level? Um, you know, that's really that's really what it's about. I mean, that's – but, you know, that's the thing. You know, she – one thing that I will say is this. I, most of the women that I've dated in the past, they've been – you know, they've been heavy like I've been. Uh, and, uh, you know, which there's nothing really wrong with that. But the one big issue with it is that, um, you know, you tend to – and this happens a lot with heavy couples, okay? I know it wasn't exclusive to me in the relationships that I got in. But usually when, you know, you have two overweight people, especially ones that are struggling with it, I don't know how it works amongst people who are comfortable with being overweight. And if there's a couple that's out there where they're comfortable in their own skin being overweight, shout out to you guys. You guys are my fucking heroes. But if you have two people that are uncomfortable with being overweight and have struggled with it their whole lives, 
you know, what tends to happen is like a seesaw effect. You know, at one point you'll have one person really trying to work on themselves and trying to get their stuff together and go to the gym. And the other person, the relationship won't. And then they tend to, you know, you don't, you'll get kind of envious. You'll see that person eating whatever the hell they want, right? While you're over here with, you know, a grapefruit as a snack. It's kind of hard and not kind of hard. It's really fucking hard to damn near impossible. It's also the same reason why I won't date anybody who drinks or why I won't date anybody who does drugs. Well, drugs, if they smoke weed, I think I could date somebody who's a pothead, um, you know, because I've, I've such I've absolutely no interest in doing that. Cocaine might be a little bit of a problem if they do cocaine. I'm trying to lose weight. Lay off me, I'm starving. Woo! Guys, welcome to another edition of Derek Strong Watches Chick Flicks. Today, I'll be reviewing What If. It's also known as the F Word. When it came out, it was originally known as the F Word. However, when it came to the U.S. distribution of it, and you could look this up on the Wikipedia, they decided, the producers decided to change the name because it implied the use of the word fuck. Okay, so instead of calling it the F word, which in the context of the movie means friendship or friend, they decided to call it what if, like what the fuck, what if, Jesus Christ, just stick with the branding. I've seen this happen other times in movies. It happened with uh, Birds of Prey, by the way. I don't know if you guys know this, but Birds of Prey came out as uh, Birds of Prey or the Emancipation of the One Harley Quinn, which that got to because people weren't buying tickets for it. They're like, oh, maybe the marketing's fucked. Let's just call it Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey, which didn't matter. Nobody saw that fucking piece of shit anyway. Uh, I'm still going to see it at some point. All right. So um, I didn't even bother looking. I could do this on the fly. Fuck it. I'll do it on the fly. But the movie starring Daniel Radcliffe. Of course, Harry Potter, so for the entire course of this, we're going to be calling him Harry Potter, because no matter what movie he's in, no matter how old and fucked up, and he looks fucked up in this movie, Jesus Christ, did Harry Potter not age well? My God, did he, when did he start smoking meth? That's what you'll be thinking when you see this fucking movie, but uh, Harry Potter's in it, uh, Zoe Kazan is in it, who I find absolutely adorable, I saw her first in, um, what was that movie? Um, oh god, I don't remember the name of it, uh, but it was the, uh, when I first came to Chicago, everybody made a big deal about it, because I had to do it with the Chicago comedy scene, um, and, uh, Kamel Najani, uh, I believe, starred in it, um, okay, so, I'm not even sure if I'm saying his name right, anyway, but, uh, I'll remember the name of that movie, fuck it, but she's in this movie, she's adorable, I, I absolutely adore this, Adam Big Dick Driver's in this movie, I don't know if he has a big dick. I'm assuming he does because he has a deep, bassy voice and he's tall. So, uh, plus he was Kylo Ren. I'm sure he's packing the fucking damager. Uh, you know, he's just, uh, he's splitting, he's splitting ladies and maybe some of the fellas in two. Uh, that's going to be his new name is Adam Big Dick splitting him into driver. That's where the driver comes from because that is, dude. That fucking Jew beak that he has attached to his fucking face is, is there's no way his last, it's, it may be Driverberg, you know, or Driverstein, but fucking, I know where he got Driver from, and that's, uh, that's, that's cause he's packing the damager. He's in this movie as well, um, and, uh, I'm gonna look up the Rotten Tomatoes stuff on the fly, uh, and, um, yeah. 
Yeah, Adam Screwdriver. Thank you. Got a note from Mike that Adam's new nickname is going to be Adam Screwdriver. Wow. Wow. Adam Pile Driver. Ooh, there's another one. Um, we're going to look up the F word. And while I'm doing that, guys, did I like the movie? Yeah, for the most... I thought the writing was fucking... Uh, was I thought the writing was tremendous on this one. I really did. Um, I laughed several times. Uh, I thought it was really, really funny. Uh, that being said... Oh, okay, so here we go. Here's the, uh, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is... Uh, let's see. Oh, it's based on a TV show. Oh, okay, so that explains it as well. All right, so... It's based off of a... I don't know if it's, this was based off the TV show or not. I probably should have done my research before then. Anyway, the basic plot of the movie is that uh, Harry Potter falls for Zoe Kazan's character in it. And um, and uh, they meet at a party. This was after he had a horrible breakup with his girlfriend. Uh, he was actually studying to be a doctor. Um, and he drops that. And uh, because he had a broke, he had a breakup with his girlfriend, and he meets her at a party, and yeah, heartbroken, and uh, meets her at a party. They have this incredible, just uh, this incredible back and forth. Uh, you know, you can see a rapport just instantly start between them. Great chemistry, and then she doesn't reveal to, reveal to him right away, but it turns out, of course, that she has a boyfriend, a long-standing boyfriend of five years. She's in a committed relationship with him. The guy is already, I mean, when you meet him, you already know he's going to be a D-bag, and sure enough, he is. He, he's like a UN, um, he's, uh, he's a, he works for the UN, um, I believe he's some form of, I don't know if he works as a, uh, I, they say what it is, but he works for the UN, and I, you know, it's like a loose setup to say, oh, well, he's going to have to leave the country at some point. I mean, you could clearly see the plot a mile away. I'm not giving you any spoilers here. And you kind of know what the movie's about. Obviously, Harry Potter is head over heels for her. And, um, you know, she, you know, she, you know, he basically, he gets friend zoned by her. By the way, I had somebody actually explain the whole friend zone thing to me. I was very confused about it. I thought I'd been friend zoned before. It turns out I've never been friend zoned, except in high school. Uh, the reason why I didn't know what friend zoning was is because friend zone is when, you know, you're friends with somebody. Um, because you have the underlying want to be with them romantically. Whereas with me, anytime that I've, you know, made my feelings known to a woman and they told me that they only wanted to be friends, then I stopped really having any romantic feelings for them. And I would genuinely just be friends with them. Um, you know, and they're like, oh, that feeling doesn't go away. No, it absolutely does. Uh, but you know, that's, I guess, a certain level of emotional maturity, um, whatever. Um, so here we are. We're so they pretty much the whole movie is just them hanging out, and then Adam Driver plays, um, uh, his I forgot Adam Driver's role in it. Adam Driver is her cousin, I believe. I mean, I wasn't really, I gotta be honest with you guys, I wasn't really, uh, yeah, that's weird. Uh, let's see. What if they have? Oh, that's why I'm looking on Rotten Tomatoes. So Adam Driver, uh, Driver is her cousin. He knows that she, he has that she has, or that he has feelings for her. Um, so he's trying to like kind of coach him. 
And then he's dating, Adam Driver's dating somebody. They're in a long-term committed relationship. And they're all friends with each other. And they have, like, a really cool relationship. Again, the writing is is what keeps you drawn to this movie. Uh, Okay, so I got up the Rotten Tomatoes information. Uh, Let's see. This was written by Elon Mastai. It was directed by Michael Douse. Uh, this was definitely it was uh it was actually featured a lot on the whole award circuit when it came out. The tomatometer is the Rotten Tomato score is seventy three percent. The audience score is sixty nine. I'm kind of with the audience on this one. It was good. It wasn't wasn't great. Here's where they fucked it up for me. I was very invested in this movie up until the end. The end is where they jump the goddamn shark. If you don't know the term jump the shark, jump the shark comes from Happy Days. Uh, Happy Days was nearing the end of its run, so in order to get viewers, they had an episode where the Fonz jumps over a shark in water skis while he's wearing his leather jacket because the Fonz never takes his leather jacket off. Anyway, that's where the term jumping the shark comes from. It's when a movie or a or a TV show in particular decides to do something really fucking crazy to try to stoke interest because of loss of viewers um, or it does something that's just completely out of the box. So this is what this movie does that's out of the box is it's ending and it's fine if I spoil it if, it's, if I spoil it for you because uh, you know you see the ending coming a mile away. Yes, he does get they do get together. Uh, they kind they kind of botch the the money shot of these movies. The money shot is the first kiss. That happens between the couple. It kind of bots that one. But then they go out of their fucking way to show you what happens after that moment. And, like, that moment is a pretty crucial moment. You could have ended the movie there, but they didn't. They decided to go full-blown with the wedding and them talking after the wedding. There was no reason for that scene. It was fucking excessive. Um, So that's why I lean more towards the audience score of 69%. Me, do I like it? Yeah, I'd say it's watchable. But it's not the best that I've ever seen. Um, they could have ended a lot better. Sloppy towards the end. Adam Big Dick Driver is uh, splitting them in two. Uh, you know, their little subplot was great, by the way. So I kind of really dug that. Uh, and and uh, yeah, I mean, again, watch it for the writing. Um, and watch it to see how bad Harry Potter is fucking. It. What, it, what is he doing? What is, is it just is that Harry Potter money just too much for him to bear? Jesus Christ, slow down, Daniel. Fuck. God damn. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. Well, I have just about had enough of you. Well, you wouldn't say that if I came with fries and a medium drink. Uh, if they drink apps, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, I can have friends that drink, I can hang around people that drink, I can hang out in bars, I do it all the time for comedy. You know, I can be with, I could be around people who drink. I can't, I don't, I can't force, I can't see myself dating anybody who, who drinks. And I just can't because I know at some point it's going to be very triggering to me, you know, but it's the same thing with, uh, with, with eating bad and, you know, somebody else who's overweight like me, or at least is struggling with weight issues. You know, it's, uh, you know, you're just going to have that effect on each other and it's just gonna you're gonna keep going back and forth and it's gonna be resentment at some point um so you know and that's i wish it were just an aesthetic thing because uh that would make this a lot easier it's not the young lady who i'm seeing now she's she's in the gym all the time uh, which is pretty motivational to me uh she eats properly she has like what is it like fucking if she if she has like six percent body fat that'd be amazing uh she's very healthy 
Um, and that's pretty motivating to me. It is in and of itself. But still, you know, I mean, there's the effect of, you know, she'll come in and she'll be like this. Oh, I love how you look naked. You know, I mean, you hear that and, you know, you, you know, you have a big bag of food in front of you. You're like this. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, shit, it's I can hang out with her or I could go to the gym and I could be stressed out with what I'm eating or, wow, this, this person accepts me now. I mean, you know, it's it's tough. I mean, I know I started this off with I'm doing this for me and I'm still doing this for me. And that's why this pie, this episode in particular is more beneficial to me than it's going to be for anybody to help, because just by doing this right now, I already feel motivated to getting back to the gym. I've already cut out the sugar that I've been eat that I was eating for a couple of weeks. So I cut that out a couple of weeks ago. Um, so and I've been eating slightly better ever since. So we're gonna get back in there and definitely gonna get back to the gym this week because I just I fucking can't do it. I'm driving myself crazy by just staying at home and not not doing it. Um, so I mean, yeah, I mean, but it does have an effect. I mean, there's also the general stressors of dating somebody that go along with with really just the whole, I mean, just the whole thing, just, you know, you're dating somebody. I mean, that's an uncomfortable position for a lot of people, for most people being, even if it's good, your body still interprets it as stress. And let me know, guys, if you are dealing with, you know, dating and trying to manage weight loss or weight management, or you're trying to really work on yourself, maybe not even with that, maybe with mental health stuff. And you find that dating people is stressful. It is stressful to me. Um, hit me up, Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail, at Facebook, uh, at Instagram, and at YouTube. Uh, find me on any of those and just, yeah, send me a message uh, and we could talk about it. I definitely want to hear what people's experience with this is. Um, it varies from person to person. You know, the one thing that's very positive is she is very supportive. You know, she knows, she understands that, you know, where my priorities lie um, when it comes to this. And, uh, you know, it's none of the stress has come from her to get back to it, which is a good thing because that's one thing that I can't stress enough, especially because, you know, you know, being addicted or having addiction issues, uh, seeing it with other people, you can't change for other people. You can't. All that's going to do is going to breed resentment. That's all it's going to do. Um, ultimately, that's, you know, it's not something you really want to do anyhow, but uh, yeah, Um. You know, I know, I've seen people do it, too. I've seen people change for other people, and then, like, when that doesn't work out, they end up putting it on them, and that's bullshit. It's not anybody else's... I fucking hate using the word journey just because of how overused it is. It's like I hate how... I hate how fucking overused the term triggered is. Really? I heard... I remember uh, a young lady, and she's a comic I'm a fan of, too, so I'm not going to say her name. But I remember I heard her use the term triggered 16 times in the course of a two-minute conversation. And I'm like, if you have PTSD and genuine PTSD from something, you can use the term triggered. Uh, you know, if you if a comic went on stage and, and said something that you didn't like, that's not true. Just look up the look up how triggered is used. And then figure think about all the times you've heard it in context. And then you tell me. If people don't overuse the term, okay? You know, I learned about it because I did suffer from PTSD, and that's how I learned from it, okay? Learned about the word triggered, okay? You know, 
And just how much it actually takes to trigger somebody with PTSD or how little it takes, depending on what type of PTSD they have. So when I hear it used just so willy nilly anyway, um, you know, it's the same way. It's just whatever. We overuse journey. The word journey is over fucking used. It's like, no, Um, you know, uh, anyway, we're all we're all we're all on the same journey together. Fuck it. I'll go on the hippie route with this. You know, and uh, back to the circle, circle back to the beginning. When it comes to dating, when it comes to romance, when it comes to romance for me, I mean, it, again, for me, it's stressful in a lot of ways. Um, a lot of it is positive. I say with this one, it's very positive. It's been a positive experience all around, but it's still also stressful. Um, and, you know, it is stress that I manage fairly well. Uh, again, I mean, time will tell. I mean, now that if I, I want to see what happens when I because when I when when we first started seeing each other you know I was still going to the gym very regularly I was still watching what I eat ate very so it's just me letting things slip you know I should be calling this one uh fucking epic cheap month I don't know but uh yeah it's just about getting back on track and that's really what I'm trying to do is get back on track with this um and uh that's really what the goal is. And having somebody who's supportive around you is definitely, definitely important. The fact that she is a go-hard with this stuff and has been a go-hard for pretty much her whole life when it comes to this, that's really cool. Um, it's inspiring to see. It's inspiring to be around. Um, it's very good in terms of that. Um, let's see. Hmm, what else do I want to talk about when it comes to this? I mean, you know, there's, you know, stuff that comes up with me, especially when it comes to sex stuff. But, uh, you know, we'll get into that later. There's no tag on this. Press check on Vagiclean, aisle five. I repeat, press check on Vagiclean, aisle five. That's Vagiclean. Guys, welcome to another edition of Five Star Customer Service. Uh, today we're going to be just, we're going to be discussing, fuck, what is wrong with me being, uh, we're not going to be discussing fuck, we're going to be discussing you pieces of garbage putting all the produce in one bag when it's different items, you guys are just breaking our fucking balls at this point, why the fuck do you do that, it should be different, it should be placed in different bags, or in no bags at all, make it easier on us, do you know what we have to do, we have to rip open your bags, Okay, and we have to scan it individually by scan or type in the numbers individually. I don't care what it is. Peppers. Different color peppers are different products. They're different items. They have a different number associated with them. Keep them in separate bags. Stop saying, oh, well, I want to do something better for the environment. You know what the best thing you could do for the environment is? Blow your fucking brains out because as a human being, you're fucking up the environment so much just by staying alive. Okay, so just do that. Do that or fucking stop eating beef because fucking at just one burger, it I don't know, fucking kills like half the rainforest or something like that. Who knows? Okay, stop putting all the produce in one fucking bag. Why? Why? Did you see that big ream of bags there? We have infinity bags in the store. You could use as many of them as you want. Just fucking use them. Use them or don't use any bags at all and just bring loose produce. We would prefer that as opposed to you like okay so imagine i came to your job right which you know mostly most of the people listen to this they're comedians so i know it's dog walking or uber driving or something else that isn't an actual fucking job but imagine i got into your uber right and i decided to say hey you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna fucking pay you in increments 
of 25 cents over the course of a month and I'm gonna do it over multiple fucking uber accounts okay and not multiple accounts on my behalf on your behalf you have to start that's basically what you're doing with this fucking multiple produce in one bag bullshit stop fucking doing it stop Secondly, why the fuck are you buying 14 salads worth of produce at 3 o'clock in the morning, okay? You're supposed to be getting frozen pizza. You're supposed to bust my balls about not being able to buy beer. You're supposed to get some sort of fucking ice cream, and I'm supposed to ring you up and let you go home. You shouldn't be baking or cooking or buying $500 worth of things. Stop doing it. Just don't do it. Why are you doing it? Frozen items, soda, chips, candy cookies ice cream because that's what you should be doing at four o'clock in the morning on sunday who's making a salad who's making a fucking spinach and kale salad at that time you fucking monster you're doing it wrong okay you're not living life you're not living life to its fullest potential and if you are making that salad for god's sakes don't all put it in one bag and don't give me that bullshit about saving the goddamn planet okay because guess what all the items that you have that are wrapped in plastic that's not saving the fucking planet okay you putting it all in one bag is just making my job harder, me hating you more, me hating myself more, which I don't hate myself anymore, but you know what? Because of this fucking job and because you guys can't get your shit together, I fucking do hate myself a little bit. Fuck you. Fuck you for fucking up my fucking night, you piece of human trash. Separate out the produce. It's just that simple. Separate separate bags for the produce. Jesus Christ. I'm going to say it over and over again so you get it through your fucking head. Stop fucking... It's a, I'm a cashier at a grocery store. It, it's a fucking sucky night for me. No matter what night of the week it is, it's already been bad. You're making it worse. Stop making it bad. I don't mind the item for the fucking random conversations you have with me. Those are fine. I don't even care if you're mad at me. That's okay. I'm okay with that interaction. What pisses me off more than anything is you coming up there and saying, Oh, I, I, I thought all the, I see the prices. And it doesn't matter that the price for the items are the same. Okay. It's, do you understand how inventory works? So inventory, okay, is a list of all the products we have in the store at any given time. Matter of fact, we have to keep track of it and every month they have to do what's called the physical inventory for every single department in the store, okay? And what they're doing is they're counting the number of products they have in any particular part of the store, okay? And part of that tabulation process is whether or not I'm ringing out shit correctly or not. It doesn't matter what the price is. I still have to put in the amount of the product that, okay, perfect example, soda. We have sales on soda all the time. People buy 12-pack cans of soda. They keep most of it in the uh, in the cart because they're like this. Hey, this is heavy. I don't want to pick it up. I don't want to put it on the thing. I still have to scan each one individually. If it's a different flavor because that's a different product. It's the same thing with the produce. It's a different product. Doesn't matter if it looks the same or it's a pepper because orange peppers are different from green peppers. You know, bananas are different from fucking plantains. I don't care if the price is the same. Avocados are always avocados. We only sell one kind of avocado. That's the Haas avocado. No store I know sells the Florida avocados, which, by the way, are fucking better avocados. But that's besides the point. Put the produce in its own goddamn bag. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one. This is flaming fucker! Okay, flaming dragon. Fuck face. First, take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! Woo!
Uh, that's for a different episode. Again, that's the one that I dread because, you know, it ties into the whole, you know, like touched as a kid faction of my fucking life. God forbid we should go there. But yeah, I know I have to broach that subject at some point. Um, mental health wise, it's actually been, uh, I will say this, it's been a growing experience for me again, because of that issue and that issue alone, dating is, it can be trying. I mean, especially when it comes to certain personality types and certain people that I have dated before, I can't even really put it on them per se. It's more me than anything else. Um, you know, and I'm the first to admit that. So it's, you know, it's, you know, it's got to be the right type of, and, and I, I know this is the case with anybody, but in particular, if you do suffer from, you know, certain levels of mental health issues, especially when it comes to, you know, certain levels, you know, certain things on the psychosis spectrum, uh, you know, there's certain things that, you know, especially if there's too much of a reminder of, you know, a past, uh, relationship that didn't really work out or you know especially one of a family member or something like that if you're in a relationship like that it could be very and i'm not going to say the word triggering but you could have little like touchstones that bring up certain things um you know so it's it's kind of hard to you know you got to be mindful of that and try and steer clear of that at least for me i know i have to um, there's certain, uh, there, there's certain quote unquote tests that everybody does relationship wise, you know, I'm no exception. Of course I do them. I try to get them out of the way early on as early on as possible. One of the things I liked about the, uh, the young lady that I'm seeing now is, uh, one, one of the, one of the things we bonded on instantaneously was just like an open admittance to a certain, tra certain tragedies from our past. And I think to get that shit out of the way as fast as possible has always been beneficial to me. Uh, I don't know why people do that whole Jack in the box, like, Oh, well, you don't want to reveal everything too soon. Why the fuck not? Why not? You don't want to scare that person away. Oh, okay. So you want to scare them away further on down the line after they have some form of emotional investment with you. Fuck you. It isn't just about you. It's about them as well. Okay. Show some fucking care and consideration. Put it all out there. And if they don't like it, uh, you know, I mean, you don't want to be with them anyhow. You know, it's kind of like that line from Wayne's World movie. If, you know, I think I'm going to hurl where Garth is like, he has a crush on this girl. He's like, I think I'm going to hurl. He's like, here's what I think. I think you should hurl. You know, if you blow chunks and she bolts, then it wasn't meant to be. But if you hurl and she stays, then she's yours. And that's exactly what it is. Put it out there. You know, see if the other person is going to reciprocate. And if they do, great. And if they don't, then why waste your fucking time? You know, why? Because they're hot. There's plenty of hot people out there. Find them. You know, and everybody's conception of hot is different. So, you know, what does it matter? It's subjective. Fuck it, you know. You only got a limited time on this planet, anyhow. Why, why fuck around? Why fuck them up more? Um, why, why fuck yourself up? I mean, why, why do this to yourself? Uh, it's not, it's not gonna help you guys out at all, at all. That's just period. Um, and that's, and that's really what it's all about. It's fucking, for me, it's, this is a work in progress kind of thing. You know, I'm not like, you, you know, a lot of my, a lot of the people that listen to the show, they're younger than me. Uh, I'm not like you kids. I wouldn't spend my twenties really cutting my teeth on the whole relationship circuit, the whole dating thing. I just, it wasn't that most certainly wasn't a priority. It wasn't secondary. It wasn't even tertiary. It just wasn't on the fucking radar. You know, it couldn't be. 
as much as I wanted to be, as much as my hormones were kicking me in the fucking head to do it, I just didn't have the mental capacity to do it. I just didn't. There was no way it was going to happen back then. You know, I mean, I mean, what? And here's the fucked up thing. It did happen, but not. It, it was just weird back then. I mean, it was just the. I mean, if it happened, it was just so far in the background like it it was just like a person would be there and like we'd be seeing each other but they hadn't like their bearing on my life was not almost non-existent i mean my head was so far elsewhere it just didn't even matter you know and it did it, it was very infrequent too so you know i mean the frequency of course has changed now uh i think it's because i have a lot more confidence now whatever um talking to more people now so that also helps out but uh yeah i mean you know this is uh which is good i mean it's good getting out there obviously but you know you know take it for what it's worth anyhow guys if you have anything to you know you want to talk about when it comes to dating and weight loss or dating and mental health issues dating and addiction because that oh my god there are a lot of relationships built on the fact that two people met at a bar or two people met fucking, you know, doing some kind of drugs or, you know, something like that. A lot of relationships, not just uh, sexual relationships or romantic relationships, but a lot of friendships. I, I, you know how many people I know had longstanding friendships based off cocaine and once the cocaine went away, the friendships went away. Oh, how fucking magical that happens gets brought up in AA meetings all the time where people are just like, oh, well, there's your drunk friends and there's your regular friends. Yeah, there's two separate friends, you know? Uh, you know, so it's the same thing with this. Uh, same thing with mental health stuff. Like, if you're in a different mental place, you're going to attract different people. It's just, you know, and they're at different levels in their own life. So that's it's funny, though. You know, once you start getting healthier, you start attracting healthier people. Oh, my God, what a fucking concept. Anyhow, guys, I'm not going to beleaguer this point anymore. If you do have, uh, yeah, if you have something to talk about when it comes to this subject, hit me up, Epic Cheat Day Podcast at Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, YouTube. You know, I'm more than happy to discuss it, and I want to hear what your story is. Anyhow, guys, that's going to do it for me this week. Thanks, and bye. Mike, we're good.